Well, all right. We're going to just start recording even though there's a shower going in the bathroom in the background. Also in the bathroom, it's both. It can be two things. Poonmaster Flex is uh, taking a shower. As if anyone who is in the presence of the recording of this show will ever, ever be clean. You're not gonna say it. Somebody should. Let's talk about two time. Let's talk about bum wine, yeah. You're asking the questions that nobody could. Like where the bone does Are they in Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of this show. I'm Pete, and I host it and do it. Um, so here's the deal. This is a radio episode 498, and uh, uh, we're approaching 500. And so what, what was decided is there should be labors to be completed in order to unlock episode 500. This can be a group effort, so everyone who listens to this show, and people who don't, I don't really give a shit, uh, have to complete the labors in order for 500 to be unlocked. Now, it does look like I'm going to be able to uh, uh, throw a crockpot off the top of the, the Wonder Tower in Genoa, Colorado, which I think they say Genoa, um, unlike Italy. Uh, this is very exciting for me, because it's incredibly stupid. But I got an email from someone who was like, I'm your uh, your contact for the crockpot throw-off thing. And so, it, and sent me a date and was like, is this date okay? And I was like, fuck yeah. So it's on a Tuesday. It's the second Tuesday in August. So I guess that would be like, uh, let, me, let me open a calendar somewhere. Sure, that'll work. Um, that would be Tuesday, August 9th, Tuesday, August 9th is going to be the crockpot day. Uh, I haven't asked if I can have other people there, guests, if you will, but I'm sure there'd be no problem. So if you, if you wanted to come out and see the, uh, epic event, that's cool. If you don't, I don't blame you because it's like two and a half hours from here. But it's happening. So in order to unlock that wonderful, incredible content, I was like, there needs to be some tasks completed. But then, so I tried to come up with a list of 500 tasks. Um, and I, how far did I get? I got to about 61 and was like going through the old episodes and just trying to figure out what to make everyone do. And then was like, that seems like a lot. So then I was like, you know, Hercules, how many did he have to do? And it was 12. So I was like, 12 seems like a good number. 12 snowmanculean tasks that have to be completed, and then episode 500 will be unlocked. So uh, we're going to go through those now, and uh, anyone can do them, but someone has to do them. Um and, you know, send me proof of some kind that it's been done. And uh, then then we're good. So here we go. Uh, and these are not in a particular order. 
I thought of trying to make tasks too that were like similar to Hercules tasks, like uh, cleaning out the stables and shit. I was like, well, a poop related task will be easy. But the rest I was like, I don't know, man, like slay the Nemean lion. I was like, I don't want someone to kill a lion. That seems a. Uh, well, you know, at one time, I suppose a lion was probably threatening to a village or a town or whatever. But at this point, come on, the lions are fine. They're leaving you alone, right? I'm not I'm not uh, endangered by lions. I guess if I have a listener who's on the African savanna and you are being threatened by a lion, uh, I'm still not going to make that one of the tasks to unlock 500. But if you if you need to do that. I guess, you know, you've got my permission, my blessing, <laughs> which I'm sure you needed. All right. Uh, task the first is to assemble and drink a helpful snowman flight. So uh, this is like when you go to a beer place and, you know, you get a flight of beers and it's like a few different drinks. Uh, and here is the helpful snowman flight, I've declared. Uh, it's one smallish glass each, I would say like two to four ounces each, of Malort, Albertson's brand whiskey, Night Train, and a badly blended vegetable smoothie that looks like sewage. Um, it really helps the sewage appearance if you add garlic pills to it, I've discovered. It makes it really brown and gives it a funk. Uh, if, if you need a tip on that. If you don't need a tip, if you can make your own... <laughs> I'm sure you can accomplish this task. This is not, uh, it's something I do have a special skill in, is making a poorly blended vegetable smoothie that uh, looks like sewage. I'm very skilled at it, but it's the kind of thing that you can be mediocre at and still get the job done. So there you go. That's, that's uh, task one. The flight is Malort, Albertson's Whiskey, Night Train, and a badly blended vegetable smoothie that looks like sewage. Uh, so assemble and drink that, and that's one of the tasks down. So anyone can do it. Um, I guess you have to be in a place that has an Albertsons with Albertsons whiskey, but good luck. Um, number two is to read a Charles Hinton book and uh, send me in a brief review. Charles Hinton has many, many great books that we've discussed on this show, of course. Uh, let's just look up and see what his oeuvre appears to be. Now, no fair doing one that's been uh, heavily profiled on this show. Or by Pizza Cult Books, which, uh, you know, is only Jurassic War is the only one that uh, we've done on that. And then here, I know we did the Bad Breath Vampire. I think we probably did Agent Cold Beer. So here are some options. Uh, Hannibal the Conqueror, Outlaws. Uh, okay, Hannibal the Conqueror, parentheses, outlaws, colon, outlaws. <laughs> um, that's book three of three of Hannibal the Conqueror. Book one of three is Hannibal the Conqueror, parentheses, sanguintum, and parentheses, new parentheses, comic book issue one, and parentheses, May 2015. Um, that's the title of the book. Uh, release date is January 2nd, 2007. Now, there is another Charles Hinton, Charles Howard Hinton, that I'm pretty sure is a different guy. So let's not, let's not bother with him, okay? We've got Jurassic War. That's not going to count. Ooh, Son of Rain. I don't know what that is. 
Trail of the Vampire, that's not going to count. Now, you could do Deadeye the Outlaw. Uh, that would be an option. Crack Love. I'm just pulling these up here so we can do some, some summaries. Eagle Bird 1. I have tried to read that one. It's actually pretty long. But if you wanted to go for it, uh, you, you're, you're more than welcome to go for that. The Shoemaker Report. Parentheses. Space Aliens. <laughs> Um, the Billion Dollar Lottery, I'm pretty sure I read, but you could go for that one. I, I'll allow it. I, I'm in a very allowing mood right now. I don't know why. But I'm just, I'm feeling generous. All right, let's 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 see what we've got here. Uh, Son of Rain. An Africa woman is pregnant by the rain. Her child has the power to control rain. He's captured by slave traders and brought to America. Oh, God. And brought to America, he frees slaves with the power of rain. <laughs> oh my god. Action and drama, five pages. <laughs> Came out on Christmas Day 2011. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas to all. Um, an Africa woman, okay. He frees slaves with the power of rain. I will admit that I'm curious how exactly that works. And also, just feel very certain that it's going to be disappointing you know like however it works is not going to be um, what you want uh, Deadeye the Outlaw ride the wild west with the ruthless Deadeye and his gang of outlaws Indians and outlaws oh wait sorry that's a period Indians and outlaws crash in this crash in this exciting western a one eye outlaw and his gang terrorize the west Deadeye will find out what revenge is was Deadeye the bad guy? There are two reviews. Um, I'm sorry I even bought this dumb excuse for a book. I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. Illiterate, spelled incorrectly. That's unfortunate. And vulgar. Hmm. Um, someone named Charlie Tellis says, Five stars. Found the story very interesting and recommend this book to who would buy it. A bit dreary at times. Thanks. It's a bit dreary in spots. Uh, it's seven pages. How, I mean, how many times are there for it to be anything other than what it was? Um, Crack Love. This love story is about a rich guy who falls in love with a beautiful young lady. Later, he discovers that she is addicted to crack. Drama and humor. Nine pages. You know, the best stories are kind of that way, right? Drama and humor <laughs> together. Uh, Eagle Bird 1, parentheses, The Voyage to Save Earth. Now, this is also available in paperback, which is pretty cool. Oh, my God. This is in all caps. Uh, the Drunk, The Playboy, The Crack Addict, The Transsexual, The Slut, The Crime Lord, The Paranoid Cop, The Giant Ant are aboard the most powerful spaceship to save Earth. Revised March 8th, 2015. Action, drama, adventure, humor, science fiction. Now, this is... 93 pages, so it is a little longer. Um, <laughs> some poor fucker has a book called Playing Horseshoes with Aliens that has looks like it has a fairly attractive cover, and it's like a, an ad appears on the page when you look at Eagle Bird 1. Now, that is really unfortunate. Oh, I, I bought this in 2015, so I've got this. Um, and the giant ant. I can't decide what's funnier. I mean... 
it's funny that they have a crew like, okay, the drunk. All right, I get that. That's kind of a standard. The playboy. All right, that's like your maverick. All right, that makes sense. The crack addict. Mm, that one I'm not as sure about. I'm not as certain that this is like a, you know, a, a character. Um, the transsexual. All right, fine. The slut. Uh, and then, okay, then we get the crime lord and the paranoid cop. Now, who put those two on the same space team? On They put them aboard the most powerful spaceship to save the Earth. Like, what is Charles Hinton thinking, I wonder? Uh, it's also got about the authors, and there are two Charles Hintons. Served in the military as a combat medic during the Vietnam War. A writer and published author of several books. Uh, there's a comma here, but no space on either side of it. And written screenplays. <laughs> so there are, there are apparently two Charles Hintons. We're all really uh, made of two Charles Hintons warring within us, right? Well, they do have different... The, the Charles Hintons have different books. Okay, let's see what else we got. The Shoemaker Report. Eight pages. Shoemaker, a reporter, he interviews persons who saw or were captured by space aliens. He interviews people from the slums, classic Charles Hinton location, uh, suburbs, mental hospital, and an old folks' home. Drama, humor, and science fiction. All right, eight pages. The Billion Dollar Lottery. Some people have spent their life saving to hit it. What? That doesn't even make sense. Um, there's someone else who has an ad on here. I think it's very funny that there are ads on these Charles Hinton books because I'm like, I, I'm guessing, however, you know, you pay for ads and stuff uh, and you get, you know, it's like so many people have seen your book and it's like you've got this many impressions and this many click-throughs. But I'm kind of like, this is really weird that um, if they knew that what their thing was being advertised on, it, you should get like a discount. You know what I mean? If your ads are going to run on Charles Hinton books. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, get him off attorney at law, uh, parentheses, pimp law. That's one I've read. So that one's out. Ooh, white train. A Vietnam love story, subtitle, A Love Story During the Vietnam War. <laughs> uh, Timeless's Love Affairs. The Racist Time Traveler, I've read. That one doesn't count. Ooh, Blackjack the Vamp, the Gunfighter. Blackjack the Gunfighter. Um, there's one just called Pay Attention. Ooh, Ghost Gambler. Wow. He's got a lot of options. Let's just put it this way. There are a lot of great options here um, for things that you could read and really, uh, you know, finish this labor. This labor should be a pretty easy one to finish, I think. I'm very curious about Timeless's love affairs. Let's do one more. A man escapes from father time for 10,000 years. As he is about to get caught, he kidnaps a woman and tells her about his past love affairs. <laughs> It's six pages long. All right, so there you go. Only Charles Hinton has the skill to take 10,000 years and condense it into six tightly wound pages of, you know, literary excellence.
So you got to read one of those and you got to send me a, a brief review so I can read it on this show. And uh, uh, you know what? I'm not, let's not call it a review. Let's call it a book report. I want it in like book report style. So this is being changed into book report. I'm going to type this in so I remember. Um, so, you know, it's part of the point here is proving to me that you read it. Although I don't know how you could fuck that up because basically there's nothing you could say that I was like, that doesn't sound believable. All right, next, add one of my books to your Goodreads to read list. <laughs> That's it. And just, you know, it, okay, it can't be on there already, but if it's not, and you add one of my books to your to read list, that fulfills this uh, task. This, this one's not particularly Herculean. In fact, I'm not even forcing you to read or review one of my books. I'm just asking you to add it to your Goodreads to read list. That is all. Seems pretty easy. Next, this is also kind of book related. Read and review the Demolition Man novelization. Now, I'm going to tell you some truth here. This one's on the list because um, if other people don't do them, I'm just going to do it. I'll just do some of the tasks. I don't think I'll do all of them because then that way, if I never release episode 500, you know, that'll be on you, I guess. But uh, this was something that I was like, I kind of want to do it. And then I was like, maybe I don't. Maybe that's too boring. Like, maybe it's an idea that sounds fun. And then when you actually get into it, you're like, oh, fuck this shit. But uh, so, yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. You just got to send me the send me the review. This can be a review instead of a uh, book report. But, you know, don't cheat me. Don't watch the movie and then just report on the movie. I know there's got to be some difference. So I, I want to know what the difference is. The key differences. Okay. Uh, task the fifth. Buy at least ten coffee mugs from thrift stores. Bring them into work slowly and overfill the cabinet where the mugs are kept. Never admit that any of them are yours. So uh, this works if you're in an office environment of any kind. But basically, you just got to buy 10, 10 weird-ass mugs. Now, you could buy 10 normal mugs, but that's very boring. Now, this, this task should cost you uh, 10 to $15, by the way. And uh, this is something I started doing at my old work, and then I stopped doing it, and I think I need to start doing it at my new work. The problem with my new work is that there aren't very many people who add mugs to the, the cabinet, so it's a little bit more obvious who it probably is. Um, I did think, though, I could do something like, uh, you know, get, get mugs with the HR guy's name on it. Like, just look out for those and then start adding those because then everyone's going to assume it's him or maybe, like, the director or something. And, like, who's going to tell the director, like, Jesus, take some of these fucking coffee mugs home. Everyone will be too scared to say anything. And he'll know it's not him. But who, who else will know? And, you know, it's a big frame job. <laughs> anyway, this, this one's in here just in this sort of general spirit of fun and making the world a more interesting place. Uh, so there you go. All right, next, we've got... Uh, oh, <laughs> wear a Big Johnson t-shirt uh, at least once, and you can continue wearing it if you fall in love. 
Uh, you know, so recently we discovered that Big Johnson t-shirts are still a thing. Uh, I guess it, in theory, somewhere probably in like West Virginia, kids are getting sent home from school because they come in wearing a Big Johnson t-shirt. <laughs> and that innuendo is too much. Um, I, I just want to see, I want to see this take its rightful place back in the culture. So, you know, tasteless, yes. Uh, bonus, if it's a, a little too big for you. Because <laughs> it seems like that's the way to wear a Big Johnson t-shirt is like, if you're a medium, you should probably be wearing an XL. Something like that. So, uh, you know, that one's, that one will take some time, but uh, I'll be very amused to hear all about it. Okay, uh, next is... Uh, list a Cheeto shaped like a snowman on eBay. And, you know, say it's like, just like the snowman um, from Helpful Snowman Radio. So this is kind of a sneaky ad in addition to an eBay listing for a Cheeto. And who knows, maybe you'll sell the Cheeto for a bunch of money, and that would be great, but uh, if you don't, whatever. You know, if, if it never sells, that's fine too. You can just list it for a limited time, um, and then not sell it and whatever. You can list it for any price you like. I mean, maybe you want to hang on to this helpful snowman Cheeto. Maybe you don't want to see it go by the wayside stories of, sideways stories at wayside school. Uh, let's see. Where, where were we at? That was seven. Uh, seven? Seven. Seven. Uh, eight. Create and submit an idea for a game to be played on the show. So, this needs to be a full packaged game that I can play on the show. Now, this can be a game that comes, you know, with guests. Or if you want to be the game master for the game, you can you could do that. We can do this any which way. Um, but basically, it's got to be a game that's played on the show that I don't have to do a bunch of work for. Isn't that an enticing? <laughs> the way I just pitched that makes it sound so awful. Like, oh my god, this is so boring. I don't want to have to make a fucking game. I don't want to put effort into this. So, uh... What, I'm going to drive five hours to throw a crockpot off a tower. Fuck you. I do tons of effort. And then we got into that part of the show. Where I berate the audience. Good one. Um, okay. Uh, nine. Is to make a personalized urinal screen to advertise Helpful Snowman and place said screen in a urinal. So this could be anywhere. And uh, it can say HelpfulSnowman.com, Helpful Snowman Radio, wherever podcasts are, you know, given away free. It can be anything. But a urinal screen is, you know what it is. It's that plastic thing that goes in a urinal and keeps, I guess, people from flushing probably cigarettes for the most part down the urinal. Uh, it traps them so some poor janitor can pull them out. So all you got to do is make a personalized urinal screen in one way or another. And... Uh, Place it in a urinal one way or another. And, uh, you know, Pixar didn't happen. But, uh, yeah. D that one doesn't require a lot of explanation, does it? I just figure that's, you know, I, I wanted something on here to be sort of a, like, promoting the show thing. And that seems like, uh, that seems like our thing. That seems like the right sort of thing to advertise this show. Uh, personalized urinal screen. 
custom urinal screen. Uh, next one is, uh, where did we go here? Oh, except a small pack of a few too many Peter Dirk book club stickers. So I had stickers made for Peter Dirk book club. A lot of them. They're small and they look just like a penis. Um, I have a ton of them and they were made, you know, probably just before pandemic. Uh, so, you know, the Peter Dirk book club has not reconvened. I think we did once online and I hated it, uh, because I just kind of started hating doing everything online. Like doing things online went from, all right, we'll get through this. We're in this together, whatever, to feeling like this is a, uh, mere shadow of what it once was. I was watching a Lucero show online. And that's, I think it was like a New Year's show or something, or maybe their block party. It was the block party. And I bought tickets because I was like, I want to support this band. I know they probably make almost all their money by touring as opposed to albums or other things. So, uh, yes, I'm going to throw money and get these tickets and uh, watch it online. And I just started watching it and it sounded great and it looked really good. And I was just like, this just makes me sad. It just makes me sad to sit in front of the computer and do this. So anyway, that's kind of why the book club collapsed. Um, I also made buttons shortly before, uh, which are like the book it buttons from Pizza Hut, but they say fuck it. <laughs> like fuck. Because um, my new plan was going to be we would meet, and if people actually finished the book, they'd get a sticker. And if you got, I don't know, I think it's five then you would get a, a free personal pan pizza. <laughs> so, you know, this, this could still happen in the future. We could still get there. Uh, but anyway, I have a bunch of these Peter Dirk Book Club stickers that, I, you know, I don't have much use for. So uh, if you accept a, a, a pack, a small pack, it'll be small in size, and it'll be a few more stickers than you really have any possible knowing what to do with them. Um, but them's the breaks. So someone's got to accept those. So you let me know. Uh, next is to make a brand new theme song for the show. So we've got several different versions of the existing theme song. We've got the original theme song. We've got a couple others. But you know, it's always, it's always nice to have something else in the rotation. Um, so it could be similar to the current. It can be totally different. I'll accept just about anything. Um, but it must have some lyrics. It has to. Um, even if it's like a cool John Carpenter synth type score, I, I would like lyrics. Now you can contract and have someone else do this. You can do it. I don't care. Um, but I, I just want to, I want to hear another song. Damn it. We've heard the same songs. It's embarrassing how often the theme song to my own podcast will be stuck in my head. And I'm kind of walking around the house singing it, and I'm like, oh my god, you're singing your own podcast song. That is fucking pathetic. And I'm like, shut up, asshole. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Finally, uh, okay. So for episode 300, we had a vinyl record made, and those were claimed. Um, we've had some Halloween spooky sounds tapes. We've had some... Uh, we had patches last year for Halloween, most of which went unclaimed. And so now 
For episode 500, these, we're making a special commemorative metal belt buckle. So this is kind of like your rodeo-style belt buckle, but, you know, it's not gigantic. But a little bigger than, a, you know, what you'd get on a belt at Target. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feature an original design. Now, the downside is, uh, I think the minimum quantity I've been able to get at a price that I can handle. There, there are a lot of factors that went into this, and trust me, I've done a lot of looking into, uh, is 25. All 25 belt buckles need to be claimed uh, for the release of uh, episode 500. That is task number 12. That's probably going to be the most difficult one. Now, you can claim one for yourself. You cannot claim one for someone else. You can tell someone else to ask for one, and I will definitely send them one. Doesn't matter who it is, whatever. But you cannot say, I'll take one and send me an extra one for so-and-so. That doesn't work. You gotta, I gotta send it to, you know, so-and-so as an individual. Um, but if you text me and it's like two of you live together and you both want to claim one, that's fine. As long as you're on the same text thread, you both text me, that'll work. Email, same deal, like whatever. I'll package them together. I just got to know I'm not, I, I can't send five out to somebody because they're just like, we got to fucking somehow get these out, right? We just got to get these 25. Now, this is a quality item. I don't know if anyone will actually make use of it. It would be kind of a weird thing to have. Um... But there you have it. So 25 belt buckles to claim. Um, that's going to be a biggie. I don't have them in hand yet either. You know, so you, know, don't, you don't have to start in right away. But uh, soon. It's coming soon. So I figure this gives everyone a jump on it at least. And there you have it. Those are the 12 labors of Snowmanucles, Snowfanucles, because I guess it's really, you all have to do this. I don't have to do shit. All I got to do is keep podcasting, casting these pods, and I will be counting down. Uh, I'll go up to 499 next episode, and then I start counting back the other way. I'll be back to 498, 497, and so on. Until, until, uh... The tasks are completed. So you let me know when you complete these tasks. And uh, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated on the show. What's been completed, what hasn't been completed, so on and so forth. I, I wouldn't need anyone to double up. That would be ridiculous. Although if, you know, more than one person wanted to add a book to a Goodreads list, that wouldn't kill me. But uh, I'll keep everyone up to date so you all know. Um, if it's between shows for a while, I'll post on the website, you know, what's been done and what hasn't, so we can all keep track. If anyone wants to claim one as well, that you're going to do one, that would be acceptable to me. Just let me know and I'll, I'll let everyone else know it's claimed so they don't have to try and do it. But, uh, you know, don't claim an easy one that takes like 10 minutes. Uh, just claim a difficult one. You know, if you're like, I'm going to claim the Big Johnson one because I'm ordering the shirt today, that would be fine because I don't really care that everybody gets a Big Johnson shirt. <laughs> Although now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, eh, that would be funny. 
I would actually kind of enjoy if 12 people did that and none of the other things got done. It was just like, well, I successfully sort of sold 12 Big Johnson shirts and everyone's like, I wonder what's, what happened? Why did this happen? Maybe if I sell enough, they'll make me a, my own like helpful snowman, Big Johnson shirt. That would be fucking amazing. That's, that would be, that's the pinnacle for me. Like once I reach that, it's not episode 500. It's not 10 years of doing this. It's reaching the point of uh, Big Johnson is like, you know what, man? You did it. Here you go. Helpful Big Johnson, helpful snowman. Uh, penis pun. Two balls with a, something little on the top. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Make sure you roll your balls big. Uh... I don't know. Something about a carrot and a nose. This See, this is why I can't work for Big Johnson. I can't sit around and make up dick puns all day. I can't draw. Whoever does the drawings for those is a pretty good artist. It seems like, okay, some of them have a good artist and some of them don't. They draw, they draw good backgrounds and stuff, though. And the character is very consistent. I don't know what his name is. I forgot. Mr. Johnson. That nerd. That redhead nerd um, who looks like he could be the mascot for like a video game magazine or something. But they're like, oh, no, this is Big Johnson. So there you go. That That's how we're going to do it. That is how episode 500 is happening. Um, I guess if you want to drive two and a half hours out to the Wonder Tower on August 9th, I think that's the Tuesday. I will be out there, it seems. Um, and so will some guy and, uh, well, hopefully he doesn't kill me, but I guess, you know, if he killed me out there, it would revive interest in the tower, I guess. So I'd feel like I didn't die for nothing. Really, it's probably the most noble way I could go. So maybe we should be hoping for that. Maybe you shouldn't come out there. I don't know. If you see my body flying off the tower on your way out there, just know I died doing what I love. Eh, what I tolerate.